I'm Olivia. And I'm Ellie. And you're listening to For the Modern Lovers. A podcast for couples and suppliers. I'm Olivia. I'm a wedding photographer and videographer. And I do this with my husband, Zach. Um, We are a photo video team. And our business is called The Smiths & Co. And I'm Ellie. I'm the florist. And my business is called Botanics. It's just me flowering away. (laughs) Although I will give my husband some credit. He does help me deliver occasionally. So this is our first episode. And I was just wondering if you, Ellie, maybe wanted to tell everybody why we decided to do this. Yeah, why are we doing it? (laughs) So um, I think it's mainly because we are both so obsessed with the industry. We talk about it all day, every day. Mm. So uh, (laughs) why not record it? And I think um, we just find it so interesting. I think it's a good way of suppliers and couples alike. Maybe they'll find it quite interesting. I think it'll be really good interviewing people in the industry, learning a bit more about their field. And yeah, hopefully we're all going to learn something together. It'll be really interesting to get other people on here and not just us talking to each other. Exactly. Yeah. We, um, we only, we only know so much, so we want to, we want to learn more and we want to share it with everyone else. Um, yeah. How about you tell everyone how we met? Okay. So, um, we were talking about this before trying to figure out when we actually met because we think it was via Instagram, um, and via mutual friends on Instagram. Um, and when I got engaged, I just started speaking to, you about flowers messaging you probably annoying you on Instagram (laughs) Um, about flowers because originally I think I was maybe considering doing it all myself but then slowly Mm. realized that that was quite a difficult task to do with the ideas I had in my head um and then you ended up doing my flowers and I did but we actually didn't meet um until the wedding like the day before the wedding um and then we met again um on our first styled shoot together which was when was that last um last summer august so august 2020 and your wedding was may 2018 yeah i think so yeah so (laughs) that's a long time um i definitely think the planning our first shoot together brought us together we i think that was when the voice note thing all started and um yeah yeah because I actually think that we were snapchatting about styled shoots and originally we were like oh let's do this really small um little thing like I think we were talking about someone's house and now and then it turned out to be this massive thing that we'd never done before but it went really well and now we have like the bug for shoes I know like. yeah I think um we were like yeah keep it simple just some flowers uh some pictures but we are definitely not people to do things half-hearted and we went all out didn't we yeah <laughs> but yeah it's good and then I think between or before your wedding we were actually both at the same party and we didn't work it out until a, f- yeah. a few months ago how weird yeah I know so, that yeah. is so weird we were like at a party and didn't know each other which is kind of crazy (laughs) yeah really crazy um but yeah that is how how we met flowers and weddings and here we are (laughs) (laughs) um so let's 
talk to our viewers about how you got into the industry. I'm quite interested. I feel like there's parts that I don't know. And how did you get into the photography industry and the wedding industry? Was it different? Was it together? Um, so I studied photography, film studies, TV production, and even radio production, which I think not a lot of people know, um, at college. And then um, my first wedding was actually um, in college. So I think I was 17 um, and it was someone's wedding um, that, I don't know, I just decided to give it a go. I just approached them and said, can I do your film? It was actually film, not photography, because film was more of my course. Um, and I said, can I just video your wedding? And they said, yeah, why not? It's a, it's nice a free one. video, isn't it? So yeah, um, they had a lot of trust, though, to trust me as a young 17-year-old to record their wedding. But I don't know if they had anything in place anyway. So hmm. I think it was a good option. And then... I kind of just put that out I think I put it on Facebook I think I didn't have a website I think I just put it on Facebook and said I shot my first wedding and it kind of went from there really which is crazy to think about it because I was yeah only 17 and then when I was getting bookings people were trusting me at such a young age um, <laughs> yeah. they obviously liked um my videos so nice one that's actually um really weird I didn't know that you were 17 because I was also 17 when I did my first wedding um I trained at college doing floristry and my mum was a florist so I grew up with her doing weddings going with her and delivering playing with all the bits that she'd cut off on the floor I loved it I've always been quite creative and then I worked in a flower shop for four years until I got married and moved um but I always was obsessed with doing weddings. That was definitely my favorite thing in the shop. And the shop I worked in was quite traditional. And I found I was develop developing my own style and there was lots of things I wanted to try. And then, yeah, that's how I started out. But yeah, 17 again uh, for my first wedding, which seems crazy that someone would trust me to do it. But I still love that bouquet now and everything else I made. Yeah. Yeah, I I find that um people are surprised um when I've met people on style shoots or even maybe when I've been shooting weddings and um it's with another supplier that they're surprised of how young I am um in particular. Zach's only three years older, but still we I think they think we're both really young. I don't know yeah. if you find this because I suppose a lot of our friends in the industry are older than us. I don't know if you find the same thing that people think you're really young. Yeah, for sure. I think um, a lot of people are surprised when they meet me and I don't show my face on Instagram too much, trying to work on that. <laughs> but I think um, there's a stereotype for florists maybe, um, like older traditional florists that work in shops tend to be like a family run business and they're always a bit older, so. Yeah, I think definitely showing up to style shoots and stuff when you've been chatting back and forth with people and um, making ideas and then they meet you and they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're a kid. <laughs> Not what I expected, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that though, because we're both young, I suppose we have maybe a different take on things. Like 
on trends and yeah. on styles um I know that we both are very non-traditional so I suppose that's maybe For because sure. of our age so thinking about business development because obviously you were 17 then and you are now 24 or nearly five yeah 24 how do you think your business has changed and developed uh, over that time I, th- I think main, the main thing is um, we've been able to find who our actual clients are for a while. And I think this is the same maybe for every business. You're trying to find your ideal people and who you want to target. And I think that has only really happened for us in the last two years. Um, we've found our perfect clients and the style of photography and videography that we really resonate with and that has just meant that the business has then grown because we're really passionate Mm. about this type of work and for ages we were really stuck with what kind of style weddings we want and what styles um, of video and then photos we want to put out Um, and then we, we started off as video only and developed into photography and then that's just been something that has taken taken off really because people want a joint package if they can because mm. it's just one person coming to the wedding and doing um one team doing everything for them and also the styles are the same the photos are gonna match up yeah. yeah so I think when we decided to make that jump into photography um the business just grew massively from there because that is our most popular package photo and video uh, I just think that it takes you that time just to find yourself in your business and then Mm. once you've got that I think that's where your business will grow and also we both decided to go full-time with it and since going full-time it's just been crazy which is great because you can put all of the energy into the business and not another job that you have to have to survive so I do think I know so many people said to me once you go full time it'll be amazing but it's taking that risk that is the of course yeah yeah and I can definitely relate to that because <laughs> I lost my part-time job this month but yeah, yeah. I think yes. from looking at your Instagram you can definitely tell that the clients you've got now are like exactly what you're looking for mm-hmm. and the style for sure like you want somebody who's got a similar style to your photographer so to have two people that are a couple they're going to be working together editing and stuff I think that's made for a really good uh, business move and yeah you're doing so well thank you (laughs) so (laughs) I did actually want to ask you the same thing because yeah I have seen your Instagram uh, especially um grow massively in numbers and just in like the content that you put out since I met you I feel like you've just gone crazy and your shop is doing so well and you are getting again the weddings like that you really want I know we've talked about this before but like how how has your journey been in the industry yeah well I think from sort of being told the style to make in college and at the shop I worked in to finally have nobody telling you what to do it's kind of so exciting but I think naturally my style has de- developed over time I've definitely always had a 
non-traditional approach but yeah I think I've sort of honed my style in a lot more and I totally agree with the client thing I think that is anybody who is a business owner's dream to be attracting the clients that have a style that they're passionate about and to not be picked just because they need flowers or just because they need pictures or video um, it's nice to be picked because they want what you make and what you create yeah. um, and I think by just focusing on my own style and trying not to compare myself to others too much has yeah made me develop my own style and I think yeah hopefully you can see that because I haven't deleted any pictures on my Instagram so you can scroll back <laughs> but to me it's fairly it's fairly similar still me but yeah I'm I'm happy with where I'm at and I think it's exciting having a store as well a online store hopefully launching that soon but yeah that's definitely been something new and exciting yeah I I've definitely noticed like from an outside perspective being able to see like your growth and I actually um I love being able to watch someone like start out and then seem to be taken off and um, taking over the flower world oh. <laughs> um, but yeah I can say the same about you for sure but I do think we both have that kind of similar style and vibe and that's why we both really connected um because we like the same things like the same style weddings the same style of couples yeah um, it is different though it's not to everyone's cup of tea we we do mm. like more unusual things less traditional things um but then we've been able to find our niche so that really works for our businesses yeah definitely and that, that's why I love working with you I think it's very rare that we are not on the same wavelength and we often end up sending each other the same same things <laughs> on Instagram yeah yeah so what are your future goals I suppose in the industry or your business um I know right now it seems weird to think about the future but what mm. are those goals for you yeah I think um the first lockdown was a big pivot in my um job because my main job is obviously weddings and events and they weren't allowed for a big chunk of 2020 and this year's going the same way to start with. Yeah. So I started um, a dried flower store and that like really took off. I was really surprised. I think there's something so beautiful about having something you can keep forever. Um, and I have got an Etsy store, which I am soon to be transferring onto my website. So that's a big goal to get that sorted out. Um, this was a big goal doing a podcast. Um, yeah, exciting. What about you? Do you have any goals for this year? Um, well, to shoot weddings <laughs> would actually oh, be like, yeah, to have weddings would be amazing. <laughs> Number one like, goal. Um, to yeah, be able to have um more than the weddings that we did last year because although last year was supposed to be our business this year yeah and it was the most exciting thing for us being able to be fully booked um it didn't happen so that is the one mm. thing we are looking forward to like finally being being able to have our busiest year yet and then grow from that um 
yeah a podcast was also something that was a goal of mine personally um just to do something different um so I'm glad that we decided to do this um but I think also for for me it's more I want to actually take on less weddings um so I can put in all of my effort to each individual couple um and also I think my one of mine and Zach's biggest goals is to shoot around the world so we we just would love to visit as many countries as we possibly can um and that is something that we're slowly starting to do like ticking off our bucket list um with shooting weddings yeah I mean you've already managed to shoot some like super cool destinations Joshua Tree being one that was like what a goal um amazing yeah I mean I I'm gonna copy your goals as well of course (laughs) the whole wedding thing (laughs) how could I forget for sure um that is obviously my passion and your passion and that's what I want to be doing yeah but gotta go with the flow yeah you've got to adapt and like you've adapted like perfectly like with something new and Mm. I think it is quite hard to adapt when you've spent years on your business and it's finally taking off which is what happened for us it's finally like so busy and you're so excited about that year and then it doesn't happen so (laughs) yeah yeah I do think you've just got to adapt and yeah just to see what happens go with the flow basically yeah so yeah talking about this year how do you feel about it what what do you think is going to happen micro weddings elopements wise what's your opinion um so I'm more positive than last year a hundred percent like my mindset is way more Mm. positive because um I just feel like people are embracing the micro weddings and the elopements and they're deciding to completely change their plans because they just want to get married and I actually love that and love that people are embracing that where last year that didn't happen as much because I think people were scared and yeah micro weddings and elopements aren't a big thing in the UK I think and um I think now it's going to be the future but at the time it was like oh I don't want to have that many people I want to have a massive party which of course everyone does I want Mm. to have a massive party I know you probably felt the same way when you yeah um so it was just I think it was just about changing our ideas of what is a normal wedding and Mm. I think now I'm feeling way more positive because a lot of my clients are just going for a micro wedding and then having Embracing it. a big party next year, which is also amazing because sometimes we get to be part of their wedding twice, which I yeah, love. Yeah, catch um, up with them next year. <laughs> yeah, I do. And I think, um, I know we've talked about micro weddings and elopements mm. on the It's obviously a big topic. Um, and we were talking about like in our, we only, we both only got married not that long ago supposedly mm. about it so I I just keep thinking about it in my situation like yeah would I have done that would I have gone for a micro wedding or an elopement or would I be dead set on having my numbers um yeah we are yeah. so pro elopement aren't we but we, we've said it before and we'll say it again we are not naive to the fact that eloping is not for everyone yeah and it's so easy to sit here when you're in the industry and you just want to get creative and 
you're like hello mints they're so good yeah, but yeah, yeah they are they aren't for everyone and I think it's just nice to try and shift people's perspective from eloping is a compromise because that means less people I can't have it where I wanted and looking at the positives that's what we were trying to do with our style shoots last year inspire people into seeing that smaller doesn't mean less and actually go crazy with things that you thought maybe I can't afford that um but yeah it's it's a tricky it is a tricky one and I really do feel for the couples going through it and not just the couples but the families as well I think we both think that planning a wedding is meant to be enjoyable and we want to we're doing this podcast to you know help people through it and give them some advice but if you're not enjoying it and you're getting stressed then that's the time to maybe take a step back maybe yeah. elopens for you yeah yeah I do I I agree I think that no one can say um micro weddings and elopements are what we have to do now I think that it depends on your circumstances what your family situation is like I think that we definitely have had to adapt and Mm. about things differently but you know you can get married and still have a massive party in like next year I'm pretty sure next year we will be having parties again hopefully um yeah I think that it literally depends like and I know for some people it might be really frustrating when everybody's going on about micro weddings and elopements and you really don't want that don't want to do it yeah Yeah, it's not for you uh which is fine and I might be guilty of being the person to talk about micro weddings and elopements too much yeah but I am just trying I think I'm trying to take a positive spin on the situation and yeah kind of show my clients that there is positivity and look how beautiful these micro weddings that we have shot have been and That's, yeah what you I was gonna do. say that yeah yeah like the ones I did last year were some of my favorite weddings mm-hmm. absolutely love them and they were just so personal uh my brothers being one of them which was crazy there was literally them two and four other people including me there so and it was just so like so amazing and nobody that's done it has regretted it so it's definitely it's definitely a good option yeah yeah I I completely agree like I I personally love them as I've said but I do I do love the party though that's the thing like Mm. on Instagram about our favorite part of the day being the reception and the evening dancing yeah I think because as well our videos are very geared up to be upbeat and fun and a lot of dancing and a lot of partying is in the video um so I do think that that is why we love all that evening reception party yeah but some of the videos which I haven't actually shared um on Instagram from our micro weddings like have been absolutely lovely and still really upbeat and fun and not it doesn't have to be um boring or really sure um I know that I've sent the video to a couple of my clients to show them like look this is what a 30 person wedding can look like or a 50 person wedding it doesn't have to look like an empty room yeah yeah and you can flip it the other way around and think of how sometimes you get 
engulfed in massive weddings and Mm. it becomes less about you and more about everyone else I know like just naturally that is was my mentality when planning my wedding because I wanted everyone to have the best time and yeah, to really yeah. enjoy it and there was a lot of um thought and money and time spent into planning them parts when when you strip all them things back it's like wow this like it's about me now yeah <laughs> I yeah do what I want yeah and also being able to spend time with the people that you care about the most on the day and yeah I know that Zach was saying to someone that um he didn't get to speak to half the people at our wedding like because you go around and you're trying to speak to everyone and there's loads of people there and that's the beauty of a smaller wedding you can have mm. your closest um most important people and like actually you know sit with people and eat with people like chat and yeah you literally get around the room really fast and it's really lovely um to be able to have that moment and soak it all in with the most important people so I do think that is definitely a pro there's loads of pros and there's also cons so I think it's just weighing it up um and weighing up what works for you and your family and your partner um that's really the important thing but if if you were going to get married this year though I'd be interested to know what you would do like would you go I am so torn with that because again part of me is like yeah of course I would like I talk about it so much I love it yeah but I I have had my day and it was big and is that me just reflecting and thinking yeah I'd do that because I'm not in that position um I do think it could be the best of both worlds if you're doing an elopement and a party yeah 100% yeah I think I yeah I think I would I am a big romantic and just the thought of running away going somewhere (laughs) with flowers lots of flowers of course and you picturing it of course (laughs) but yeah I think I think I would what what about you yeah I I agree with what you said because we've already had our weddings and obviously we both had well I had over 100 people I don't know how many people you yeah 200 oh 200 (laughs) so I think we did have you know big weddings and we Mm. had loads of people and we had the dancing and everything the band and whatever you 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 want in your big wedding so it is hard because we've done it and I don't know at the time whether I would have thought I would have been heartbroken probably to not have that big giant Mm. wedding looking back now from a person that did have a big wedding I would 100% go for a micro wedding just because I experienced it and there was lots of things that I like about micro weddings like not having to invite people because you feel like you have to invite them um yeah and being able to spend more money on a smaller um amount of people so like flowers and tables and food and cocktails that's something that I look back now and think yeah I would 100% do it but yeah at the time being the person planning the wedding and not have experienced a wedding before like my own wedding would I do it I don't know because Mm. I might be so heartbroken that I couldn't have this big giant wedding but I think if you can do the small wedding and then the big party then that is the best of both worlds. 
And yeah. I do think that is a perfect situation, ideally. Um, yeah, me too. That is just what I think. More money for the honeymoon, <laughs> I say. Yeah, that is definitely a perk. Like, a nice honeymoon and also, like, just the tables and um, table decorations and food cost so much money in to get married. Yeah. <gasps> food. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> I think if you had um, a smaller little intimate t- table, you could just go crazy. All the florals, Feast. all the food. Like florals the and feasts. Meals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've um, we've turned this introduction podcast episode into a micro wedding one, but you can see the passion. The passion is coming through. <laughs> I do. Um, I do think it's because it's a topic that is on a, a hot topic. People. Yeah, it yeah. is. And obviously, if people are sick of micro weddings and elopements, it's not. <laughs> then skip every... this whole section. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be the topic of all of our podcasts. We've no. Yeah, we've got a lot of. Um, a lot of different stuff that we want to talk about and a lot of guests from throughout yeah. the industry, like not for, just photographers and not just florists yeah. like literally I um people. I fumbled through the intro a little bit there a little, little bit nervous at the start <laughs> but yeah what I was trying to say was we the reason why we want to do this is to get people excited again like don't let what's going on obviously it's naturally you have to let what's going on yeah, affect 100%. your actions of course but it doesn't have to ruin it like we are obsessed with the industry and we want people to be obsessed with it too like when you're planning it and we're just so excited to have some people on um interview them from yeah different fields I want to learn more um yeah from like wedding planners stationery all sorts we're gonna have them all yeah on, and so. there's loads of people that I'm really interested in knowing like how they started and yeah their advice to couples as well so this literally this podcast is going to be for couples and wedding suppliers which I think is great because it you know benefits everybody and wedding suppliers can learn from other people maybe get some hopefully some business tips but yeah. also um, you know people that are getting married can can hear from the people in the industry and what they think about the situation and it won't just be about covid but stuff. yeah no and tricks and no like, negative vibes here yeah definitely but yeah I think all positive, all positive. I think <laughs> floristry is a quite a isolated part of the wedding industry that sounds weird what I mean by that is I do my job at home where I work. I go, I deliver it and I leave. And I don't normally, maybe I will have a bit of interaction with the photographers who are there when I'm delivering the bouquets and things. But in other senses, there are just so many parts of the industry that fascinate me that since only since doing styled shoots that we've had to do research and plan and design with them that I just think, wow, like, I've got so much to learn and why not do it together on our podcast? (laughs) So I think we've talked long enough for now. (laughs) We can wrap it up there. But before we go, we just wanted to do something that was like an ongoing segment that we do most weeks. Maybe when we've got guests on, we can ask them. But this one was Olivia's idea. So 
why don't you go and explain it yeah so um the pressure's on me now to explain yeah well. so, um basically we thought we wanted to do something that we could ask and it get people thinking about before they come on the podcast um we wanted to create a Spotify playlist that is full of first dance songs, maybe to hope to inspire some people that are struggling with a first dance song. Um, so we're going to ask people what their first dance song was if they're married and would they change it if they've already got married? Does and we're going to put them all on. <laughs> we're going to put them all yeah. on. Um, yeah, feel good. Yeah. Feel good playlist. And you'll be able to find the playlist in the bio of our podcast. Um, yeah, we'll put it on there so you can all find it. And yeah, Olivia, what was your song and would you change it? Um, it was Han, um, which they're a small band, so I don't know if anyone will know them. <laughs> and <laughs> it was called Good Together. Um I wouldn't we I, I was talking about this before to try and make a decision but I yeah. don't think I would change it because um at the time when we were you know planning our wedding and when we were dating that was um a song that just like we used to put on in the car and like sing really loud too so and it was cute. it just was like and it actually meant something so I think um, at the time that was the right song I don't know if I'd change it now because I still love the band we actually went to see them after we got married um so we could like really sing along to our first dance Aww. song <laughs> um but yeah I don't know I think I still love the song whether that would change in a few years to come because I'll be older and I think maybe why did I pick that but uh, it definitely was the right song I don't know about you, what you picked. What was your song? Yeah, so my first dance song was Dire Straits, Romeo and Juliet, which to say we're for the modern lovers is quite a traditional song, um, but a little bit cheesy. Uh, Luke's my husband. Me and Luke <laughs> did not discuss what it was going to be. We just both knew that that's what it'd be because it was just kind of like our song and it still is yeah. I feel like it's timeless and um we had a band player you did as well I remember seeing your pictures mm -hmm. you had a band which yeah. is so nice uh, because it was a six minute song and I was like I'm not dancing at that <laughs> six minutes <laughs> so yeah they chopped a couple of verses out but I love that I I don't think I would change it um it just means a lot and it's a pinpoint in time and that song brings me back. I don't know if I would. Yeah. We went on honeymoon to Ibiza. So there's loads of good tunes that reminds me of that. <laughs> but that was after we were married anyway. Yeah. So. It's like separate, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, yeah. We're both sticking loyal. We're both sticking yeah, loyal. Yeah. I, I think we had the same reasoning, really. It's the time when you pick that song, maybe. Yeah. It means something and when you think about it now it's like reminds me of obviously the wedding day but also like all of the times we listened to it when we were dating yeah so yeah it is nice it's really nice actually to think about it but so cute I'm gonna go uh listen to yours now see yeah, what I think of it, it on, do you know Dire Straits I don't think well <gasps> I you know what if you yes. play it play it I might know it yeah, yeah one of those I think you would yeah but, um <laughs> I am gonna be excited to see like what kind of music goes on this playlist yeah. 
like so eclectic and like loads of different stuff um um, yeah, it's going to be a good one to um, to listen to at the end of all the podcast episodes. Good idea, Olivia. Amazing. Well, thanks for listening, guys. This was um, actually so much fun. I thought I'd be a nervous wreck. Yeah, I know. We got into it. We did I it. Mean, <laughs> we do this all day, every day anyway, over voice notes. So why not record it officially and slap it on the internet platform? Everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think we did okay. Like, I um, hope so. We, we didn't mess up too much. We thought we were going to be like, yeah, <laughs> all the time. But yeah, um, um, if you made it to the end of this podcast, then yeah, well done. Thanks. You go. <laughs> and yeah, we want to make this as interactive as possible. So um, go follow us on Instagram for updates and things. Yep. We're posting a lot of inspo. So if you are intrigued to know what we're on about by saying, traditional and weird taste then have a look on there you'll be able to see loads of images um and yeah talk next time i guess yeah how are we ending it <laughs> <laughs> Bye. there it's, it's done <laughs>